You know, it's interesting, you are just describing me. Before I joined Toastmasters, I was so scared of speaking. I never spoke in meetings. And rightly so, that can be quite limiting for your career. Hello, Yes People. Welcome to another episode of the Yes Girls, where we, Claire and Akumu, say yes to doing, being or learning something new and documenting our journeys. Welcome, welcome, yes, boys, girls, and everything in between. You're all looking wonderful tonight. Okay, you're kind of, you kind of already said that. Akumu, my wonderful co-host, please join me up on the stage. A round of applause, everyone, for Akumu Fiona. Dude, this is so weird. We, we are literally just sitting in our podcast studio. Dude, I'm saying yes to our new challenge, through and through. Join me, come on. And what challenge might that be? Compliments? <laughs> Remind us. We said yes to doing... Public speaking. speaking. Okay, yeah, now we get it. Um, so forget conversational skills or frantic Gen Z ad-libbing. We are talking, speaking confidently without hesitation mm-hmm. and with authority in different public settings. Sounds like the perfect Yes Girls challenge. So on with the show. Yep. Akuma, can you believe that we are already at the end of season six? (gasps) Oh my God. And we've continued to get amazing feedback from you guys and the reviews mean so much to us. Emma Kithinji, this is a shout out to you. Emma told us a couple of days before we recorded this that she was recently listening to one of our episodes with a group of her friends. Emma, we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you. If you've not yet rated and reviewed us, we'll give you a minute now to pause, go to your podcast player, wherever you're listening to us. Yes, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms, but we do have a preference for AfriPods. Check them out. They have a wealth of African podcast content and we just love them. Love them, love them. And give us a rating. I could suggest five stars and let us know what you think of the show or that episode. It really does help others to discover the Yes Girls and then they can also be forever eternally grateful to you for making their lives a little more yesy. Anywho, time to get on with this public speaking episode. Meet our expats, in quotes, in plural, sorry, in plural. For this episode, we did things a little differently. Let us explain. We split the challenge into two parts. We know, we know, we know. This season is all about seeing how much we can say yes to um, within a day. But when the opportunity knocks, the yes girls answer. So technically, those two separate parts of this challenge put together make one day. So uh-huh. we are still within the loophole. Yeah. Quotes. So as we were prepping for another challenge, like a different challenge for the for this season, we happened to stumble upon a meeting of Toastmasters International. That's right. The international non-profit educational organization that operates clubs worldwide for the sole purpose of helping people develop communication, public speaking, and leadership skills. And if there's one thing we're almost as good at saying yes as, it's getting other people to say yes. So we invited ourselves into their meeting and got an exclusive interview with none other than the district director for the whole of East and Central Africa. That's right, people. How lucky can we get? Right? Uh-huh. We were not even like... We were not even planning it was to just be there. Serendipity at its best. And it took a while for us to realize Toastmasters public speaking. We are doing a yes. public speaking episode. Anyway, so scoop. We couldn't have planned it better, except 
after that, we did <laughs> because we got to put our newfound skills to the test with an invite for me to be on a panel for a community event by Afripods. Thank you, Afripods. And all this was happening at uh, Baraza Media Lab. Uh, uh, I think it was the same week as that Toastmasters yeah. meeting, right? Yeah. So I was speaking about social media uh, for podcasting. And Claire, what did you get to do? I got to be a guest MC for the evening. Yeah. So as they say, dabble whammy. In summary then, our experts were Toastmasters International and the audience of the Afropods Baraza Media Labs event. And of course, you all listening can judge us because you could say podcasting is another form of public speaking. Yeah, and you can judge us with five stars. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we may be sitting here comfortably in our studio with a cup of tea. Where's our hey, cup of tea? tea? Rioba, tea where's boy. our tea? <laughs> And we have the ability to, you know, re-record, edit, cut off some parts, especially my mistakes. Uh, but we are still addressing an infinite number of potential listeners from all walks of life, trying to engage you through just the sounds of our voices. If that's not uh, public speaking, I don't know what is. Yeah, I'm with you there. With that intro out of the way, let's get down to how we went about this challenge and what our experts had to say. First, let's meet Jafeth Musao. So if you just want to tell us a bit about who you are and what Toastmasters is. Thank you. My name is Jafeth Musao. I'm the district director for Toastmasters East Africa. That's a network of 87 clubs in 10 countries within East Africa and the Horn of Africa. Toastmasters is the leader in communication and leadership development in the world. Been around for close to 100 years, will be 100 years next year. And we help individuals to become better communicators and better leaders. And how did you get involved in Toastmasters? I really wanted to improve my public speaking and confidence as well as leadership. And one of my mentors recommended that I join Toastmasters. That's how I discovered Toastmasters. Clearly, we had the right person in the room by serendipity. Or rather, we were in the right room by luck. And can we just appreciate how poised, paced and professional Jafeth was? And this was after just being ambushed, right? Yeah. He added, like, this was completely spontaneous. And just that short intro taught me a lot about the mastery of public speaking. And so much of it is about being in control. Sure, you can have your own style, but even those who pretend to be flustered and funny on stage, for example, are usually very much in control of their pace, what they're saying and where they're going. They also know what reaction they want to elicit from the audience. So they're not actually, you know, flustered and and being spontaneous. It's mm, usually it's part planned. of the whole act, mm -hmm. right? Very true. He oozed quiet confidence. So what we did in this same ambush of that day, we asked Jaffet for some tips for going into the panel I was going into and the MC gig that uh, Claire was doing in the same event that was happening two days after that in the same exact place, Baraza Medjela. Now, both Claire and I have had public speaking engagements, like the one where you're in front of people, in the past. Most of us, most of it was in the professional world. And of course, the podcasting world also counts. Uh, but the difference here is that we were going to seek ratings and objective judgments after doing it. So the stakes were super high. 
This wasn't just about winging it, but applying some newly developed skills. So here are the skills that Jaffet guided us towards. Okay, so in a couple of days, Akumo and I will be moderate. Well, one of us will be on a panel and one of us will be emceeing. What tips can you share with us to help us not only survive this, but hopefully thrive in this? One of the biggest tips I can give is know the subject that you're going to be speaking on, read up on it, know what are the key points around this subject, then come up with sound bites. You know, when you're on a panel, what really remains with the audience are the sound bites. Those catchy words, catchy phrases, startling statements that will be keepers. Those are the things that you can carry around with you and just bring them out there and you'll be memorable. In public speaking, we say, speak not only to be remembered, speak to be repeated. So if you have these sound bites, you will be repeated. You've just given us so many sound bites there. <laughs> Example, case in point. With those tips fresh in our minds, we then joined the Toastmasters meeting at Baraza Media Lab, which was an eye-opener. And just um, for those who don't know or who may not be in Nairobi, Baraza Media Lab is a co-working space, an event space for Kenyan creatives. It was honestly amazing. Um, like an international club where there are traditions and rituals or special lingo, kind of like Isaac. Uh, I was an Isaacer, so hey, Isaac. Anyway, <laughs> uh, kind of like Isaac has, um, Rotary, Rotaract, they all have, you know, special lingo traditions. Um, so for Toastmasters specifically, there's a timekeeper, there's an R counter, meaning how many times you do R before speaking. There's a grammarian who tells people where you went wrong with your grammar, pretty much the grammar Nazi of the, of the meeting. Um, there's also an evaluator among other club roles for all meetings. So the thing we have to explain, yeah, the R counter, they have to ding a bell or a glass anytime someone in their speaking says, uh, uh, mm, or anything, or hesitates for too long. They're called fillers, right? Yes, filler fillers. words. Yeah, filler words. Or if you just hesitate for too long or say like, um, oh, see, you should have dinged me there. And <laughs> it is at the same time horrifying, fear-inducing and hilarious. I personally got majorly caught out by it within my first sentence. Um, so lesson learned. You advised to take a pregnant pause instead. And Claire was very pregnant at that time, so it was perfect. Yeah, at <laughs> perfect 36 pun. weeks pregnant, I was very good at it. <laughs> I'm now rubbish at it. Uh, Actually, let me just add to that. Like every time someone dinged when you say, um, then you're bound to do more of it because yeah. now your brain is messed up. Anyway, But it helps a, you to refocus. It makes you conscious of it. Me, it made me bit by bit. more scared somehow. <laughs> so as we got into the meeting, we really got reeled into how organized the whole thing was, uh, but also how welcoming and encouraging everyone was. Like they literally met us that day and they were so mm. amazing. Really lovely. Mm. There was a prepared speech by a seasoned member that's part of the meeting. And then there were two minute challenges where there's a short topic you're given and anyone in the audience uh, is asked to improvise on it for two minutes. And as luck would have it, I got picked on. And as luck would have it, I wasn't <laughs> picked on. Whoops. Go on. My topic was an exciting celebrity encounter. So after starting with a big juicy, um, ding, ding. Yep. I told the story of when I met one of my heroes, Eliud Kipchoge. It's not so much about what you say at Toastmasters, but how you say it, similar to storytelling. You can tell a very boring story where not much happens, but you can make it gripping, entertaining, informative, 
and most importantly, well-structured and well-told, and it can go down a treat. I kept mine very short and sweet, but got congratulated for my use of language by the evening's grammarian. Of course, we know Claire, you have big words, so <laughs> obviously you are going to get the grammarian there. I was I was very happy, and I even got a round of applause, uh, which I felt wasn't bad for a beginner. I felt good. And guys, just to be clear, for, for this two-minute improvisation, you had to go in front of everyone, like yeah. on a stage. It's not like where you stand where you are. It's in front of everyone. Mm. Yeah. So, Claire, would you recommend Toastmasters to uh, Absolutely. I'm actually looking to go again. Um, I've been told there's a French one, apparently. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where? So, in Kenya? In Nairobi, yeah. I had always been intrigued by the concept, but now I'm totally sold on it now that I know more. Um, there were people there who've been regulars for many years and continue yeah. to attend, right, to stretch themselves, meet people, develop their skills, and also to help others develop their skills. They're very generous with their time and their constructive criticism. Um, and if that's not the yes people spirit, I don't know what is. But Akumu, you didn't get your chance up on stage that evening. So let's fast forward to your panel event and see how you applied these skills to your challenge. All right, let's do it. There's no going back now. Akumu, tell us how you went about preparing for your panel discussion, especially after Jafet's tips and your experience at the Toastmaster evening, because this was, I think, two days after that, so in quite quick succession. That's why we can justify kind of saying it was one day, because there were two half, two half days very close together. Yeah, one unplanned, one planned. Yeah. yeah. So I loved Jafet's one awesome tidbit, which I couldn't forget. Um, about planning quotables and just phrases that can easily be remembered or, you know, people can quote you from mm. that event. Sound bites. Yeah. Yeah. Plan sound your bites. sound bites. Exactly. So I started there and that, that's pretty much the main thing I focused on. Um, so first I kept reading and thinking about my thoughts on the list of questions that Gadoni, the community manager of Afripods, had sent all panelists for that event uh, prior to like weeks before. So I kept reading and thinking about my, my thoughts on the questions like twice the entire week before the actual panel. And then two days before, possibly right after the Toastmasters meeting, because Jaffet had just given me this soundbite idea, um, I decided to write down now the, the, I, my answers pretty much. or Just not full, but in bullet points, the thoughts, my major thoughts on each question. Next, I did something I had never done before. Um, I used my phone's audio note app to practice or rather to remember. So I remember things that people say very well, which is a double-edged sword, <laughs> especially with exes. I remember everything they said. Uh -uh. So I figured if that's a superpower of mine, then I would be able to remember my thoughts better if I speak them out, right? So that's what I did um, a couple of days before. And it was amazing because for each question... Yeah, I could remember them better. All right. And on the evening, I can say that as an audience member, it was a pretty relaxed vibe, a mid-sized crowd, not too overwhelming, not too many cameras or anything. And two other panelists who we know well, because they've recently been in our recording studio, right, featuring on some of our yesticles. So Sally Kulia from Mama Tales and Oscar Cormo from Mantalk.ke happened to be the other panelists. And the MC was none other than yourself, Claire. Mm -hmm. So you warmed up the crowd 
did some interactive intros, got some people to plug their podcasts to the crowd, which was a great way of getting them engaged and, and listening because everyone, especially creatives, love, love an opportunity to self-promote. Yeah. And so uh, we definitely should. Uh, I think as Dan Aseda, our, our Semabox producer, once said in another event, he said, be shameless, self-promote wherever possible. So that's what Claire made everyone do. Yep. Then we got down to the panel. This was a pretty long panel discussion um, and it wasn't multiple sessions with multiple panelists This was or multiple panels. It was just the one for the whole evening. So things were going to get deep. Oh, yes. Now, I know you prepared because as I arrived at Cornwall, you were, in your own words, rehearsing your sound bites, which is genius. So tell us, how did it go down when push came to shove or Mike came to the panel? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So while doing the bunch of practice voice recordings, especially on the day itself, just before going to the event, I did a lot more. Um, while walking back and forth in my house, um, I felt pretty confident because by the time I was on the actual panel, I wasn't winging it, which I usually I am known for. <laughs> Means I go usually with ums and ahs and, you know, unnecessary Feel words. Um, so it was really good that I was more remembering. It made things easier, even when I had to tag my answers with what the other panelists said. Uh, my thoughts and quotables were somewhere in my memory instead of just not being there. Um, and I enjoyed not having to think about them. I just had to access them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. So uh, now for the ratings, right? So for the second part of the challenge, we turned, like we said, onto uh, the audience members of the event for some ratings. And here are some of them. And uh, remember, we did not pay them to say any of these things. Yeah. So how did Akubun do in saying yes to public speaking, in your opinion, as a panelist? And please say who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Jesse, uh, a podcaster, TikTok Africa. And uh, I've known Akumu for a while. And she's vocal. She's vocal, she's a good storyteller, she's, she always has the ideas, she's, she's so, as in, she's so vocal to people, she knows how to speak for her, as in, it's a, it's a preset for her, as in, you have to switch it on. In case I go to Akumu to ask her something, she always has the answers, she knows what to say. Anyway, she'll introduce me to someone, it's just an Akumu thing. And did that come out today in the panel? Today, yes. Yes. Yeah, she so was very eloquent. how did you rate her out of 10? 11. Uh, I, did not, I did not pay him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, though. <laughs> I'll send him a check after this. <laughs> Thank you. How did I do as MC? You remember? You yeah, were there yeah, yeah. Be honest. Okay. Brutally honest. You are very good, witty jokes as well. So very nice, like engaging and everything. I had fun, honestly. Anything I could do to improve? Um, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Make I don't know. I love. I would have loved to experience like your MC for a longer period. Like it was very brief. Yeah. So, yeah. so short and sweet. You would have loved more of it. No, it was so good. I wanted more. Honestly. And what's your name and what do you do? Uh, my name is Winnie. I'm a podcaster. I host a Formula One podcast, motorsport podcast. I curate conversations about the place of Africa in motorsport and the place of women in motorsport as well. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Winnie. Okay, so please tell us your name, 
your podcast and how you think Okomo did as a public speaking person on a panel. Okay. My name is Doris Wanyaga, uh, the host of uh, It Pricked, It's a Roast podcast. So I've had that chance to have, like, to listen to Okomo as part of the, like, the panel that was talking to us. And I think she, like, she was composed. So she, like, she would listen to a question and answer, like, in terms of public speaking, I, I think I'd give her a 10. Yeah. She was fantastic, very fantastic. I actually ha- loved her insights and the fact that, like, she took time to understand the people and answer, like, accordingly. Yeah, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Did you notice her saying, mm, uh, uh, well, I don't think I was looking at that, but <laughs> if there were like a, a big part of it, I think I would have noted mm-hmm. the fact that I don't remember any of I, but I remember what she answered means that they were not as, yeah, if any, yeah. Good. Do you want to respond, Akumu? Um. <laughs> that was one of the tips we got for public speaking: is avoid the mm, uh, um. And they're so like filler yeah. words. They're called filler words. Yeah. I better use them because I haven't joined Toastmasters yet. Uh, but I, I think I think I was next to very good orators, so it just makes it easier. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Darius. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, please rate me. Hi, Claire. You did a good job today. You did a good job in your public speaking skills. Thank you so much. Yeah, Mediatrix from Africa Dialogues Podcast. Thank you. What would you rate me out of 10? Um, an 8.5. Yeah, an 8.5. Very engaging. Yeah. Thank you. I make that out to be a resounding success, Akumu. Sure, they're not public speaking experts, but they had given up their evening to sit and listen, so they had a vested interest in being captivated, and it looks like some captivating happened. So well done, Akumu. Thank you. And well done to you, Claire. Now, we've asked Jafet how anyone who's looking to hone their public speaking skills for the first time, even if they've never ever gotten up in front of a crowd of even two people, can go about it. And here's what he had to say. So obviously Akumu and I have some experience with public speaking on a podcast, but I know that there's probably people listening who are even afraid to speak to their boss or speak in a team meeting or go up to someone in public. What tips would you give to someone who's really starting from zero? Um, and yeah, what, what should they do? Where should they go? You know, it's interesting. You were just describing me. Before I joined Toastmasters, I was so scared of speaking. I never spoke in meetings. And rightly so, that can be quite limiting for your career. And it did limit me. But when I discovered how to speak in public, then I began speaking in meetings. I got openings coming up for me. Therefore, for somebody that wants to improve their public speaking and their confidence, by the way, confidence comes with your ability to express yourself and leadership as well, is to find a group of people that are also seeking to improve their public speaking. And the perfect place is Toastmasters. Around Nairobi, we have over 20 clubs. And the way to find a Toastmasters club is to go to the Toastmasters website, toastmasters.org. And there's a tab there for find a club near me. 
you specify the radius, the city where you are, and you'll find a club with the details of the officials. You can contact them, make a call, find out when they meet, and make a rendezvous to go and visit them. And that could be anywhere in the world, because we have listeners worldwide. Oh, yes. Wherever you're in the world, we're in uh, 142 countries, mm -hmm. 270,000 members. Wow. In about 12,000 clubs, you're likely to find a club in any major city. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. You see, you can start very small, but get out there and challenge yourself. Find a Toastmasters club near you, and if there's not one, or you don't want to, find another club where you get the opportunity to do some public speaking. We mentioned Rotary and Rotaract, but there are all sorts of clubs and opportunities. The main thing is to say yes when opportunity comes, or create the opportunities yourself, like we did. Though we know that sometimes that takes guts and a thick skin in case of rejection. Reach out and tell us about your experiences or if you're struggling to find opportunities to learn public speaking. There's always help out there and inspiration. You're not alone. Uh, you said we mentioned Rotary, so I have to plug in Isaac because the <laughs> Isaacers here, you say Rotary and not Isaac, they'll kill me. So yes, you can join Isaac, Rotaract, all of them. They all help you give opportunities for public speaking. Yeah. But if you're not a student, <laughs> don't try and join Isaac. <laughs> that would be weird. True. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of The Yes Girls. Whether you're new to podcasts or new to this particular podcast, there is plenty more where this came from. There's old episodes for you to scroll through and choose and listen to one of them. There's a, actually a couple of years worth of content to catch up on. So there's definitely something for everyone and something for every mood. We'll be back in no time with a new... Ooh, new season. New season. Damn. New yesticles and new season. Yeah, new yesticles, but new season coming soon. Um, five yesticles upcoming right after this, depending on when you're listening. If you're following right, you know, chronologically. In the right order. Yes, they're coming <laughs> right after this. But new season after all five. Um, and we'll be saying yes to new challenges based on your suggestions. And season seven is going to be epic. Yes, it's going to be a bit different. And in the meantime, let's interact on socials about what you've said yes to recently or if you have any thoughts on a particular episode, uh, something that struck a chord with you or made you think of one of your experiences. We all started somewhere in our journey of saying yes. So why not tell us about yours? You never know, we might feature you in a future episode. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, and even Threads or X. Oof. Damn it. I hate calling it X. Still <laughs> Twitter for me. We are at Yes Girls Podcast on all platforms. We really are everywhere. And you can check out Toastmasters via toastmasters.org and follow them at Toastmasters International. And of course, check out Afropods at Afropods and Baraza Media Lab at Baraza Media Lab. We'll and put all these links in the show notes. And if you're a creative, uh, that event we went to for Toastmasters, they were actually starting a Toastmasters club at Baraza Media Lab. So watch out for that. There's no umming and ahhing in our thank you to Sampisha Productions and Snowball Industries for, as always, producing this episode so very wonderfully and this whole season. Thank you, guys. And we would wax lyrical. 
for way more than two minutes on Ped O'Brien, who composed our theme music, and it would give a standing ovation to CAGS, who designed our eternally loved logo. And of course, we would speak publicly in praise and admiration for Toastmasters International, Afropods and Baraza Media Labs for helping us in this challenge. And last but not least, thank you. And a big encore. Is it encore? Encore. Yes, encore. Encore to our listeners and everyone who rated us for this particular challenge. Claire, Mm -hmm. we don't have an expert this week to ask our favorite question. So now I'm ambushing you and ambushing one of our producers. At the middle of this challenge, Claire became a mother. So I'd like to (laughs) her to tell us what she's recently said yes to now that she's a mother. Yeah, that's an ambush. And Mwangi will also tell us what he said yes to. Okay, so I, yes, I have recently become a mummy. And so I've said yes to many things, even if I did not choose to say yes to them, because I have learned that with a small baby, you are no longer in control. You no longer make any decisions. You no longer have any choices. So I've actually said yes to letting go and relinquishing control. Like what will come will come. If he doesn't sleep at night, we'll roll with it. If he sleeps the whole day, we'll roll with it. And if he just decides to cry for hours on end, well, we'll just take it as it comes. Amazing. So, yeah, that learning was hard to for give up before. control. Learning to give up control and not be able to say this, this, this is happening and this is the order in which is happening is very difficult for me. Wow. So, yeah, I'm having to do that and with a tiny dictator in the house. Thank you, Leo. <laughs> and Wangi, come over to the mic and tell us what you have recently said yes to. I have said yes to yes girls. Ah! Oh, nice. What exactly? Well, during these recording sessions, I actually pay attention to what you guys are saying. <laughs> and I enjoy the episodes. I actually recommended um the, the one you featured the Mama Tills in. Yay! Yeah, I recommended it to my sister, who's also a mother. Nice. It's out soon. Oh. She, she'll Yay. Wait for no, no problem. Thank you. Oh, we have a fan. <laughs> a convert, I should say. Ah, so see you sooner than we'll see you sooner that you can than you can say ah uh, for another yep episode or mini episode of the Yes Girls where we say yes to doing being a learning or talking to someone new and as, as he said, Mama tells that's coming a couple of episodes yep. after this. Um, so join our journey and yeah, there's always something to look forward to. That's just how life is with me, Claire, and Akumu. Because together we are the The Yes Yes Girls and Leo. (laughs) Round of applause, please, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. Encore. Hurrah. Hurrah. Yes. No no grammar Nazi. (sighs) Audience applause.